0: Welcome to Using Your Power. I'm David Andrewe, and joining me is Levine Cora. Well, we've talked about a few controversial subjects, and we talked about pharmaceuticals last time. Did you have some kind of summary for us there, Maveen?
1: Yeah, you know, um, based on what we want to talk about today, I thought it would be a great idea to kind of re-summarize what we talked about. Uh, what we want to talk to today about is endorsements, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, kind of in the pharmaceutical industry's biggest endorse endorsers of the pharmaceutical products is the pharmaceutical companies uh, with their sales guys going out to doctor office to. Doctor's office, right? And you know, you know, giving out those free samples to give to patients. So when we were talking just before the show uh, aired and before we started recording here, we figured it'd be a great place to start. So kind of give that kind of summary of why we thought uh, talking about endorsements would be a good idea.
0: Yeah, I think we landed on that as an interesting topic in the last episode, because celebrities are known to endorse products through social media, Facebook, Twitter, or wherever else people are hanging out. Not Google Plus, I guess. <laughs> no, no, they're not
1: on Google Plus, but they're still on TV six
0: to eight hours a day. Right, exactly. So, you know, there's advertisements and stuff like that too. But I that I think what it did was it kind of alerted me and probably yourself to the power of endorsements because endorsing something means that you believe in it and that you don't mind recommending it or suggesting it to others and that can be a very powerful thing depending on how you use that so you could recommend something that's not so good and then begin to tarnish your reputation but you could recommend something that's great to a friend and then all of a sudden they tell their friends and now they're coming back to you for more advice on maybe the similar topic whatever it is that you recommended in the first place
1: you're right david you know the the industry overall, you know, no matter what industry you look at, music or uh, sports or enter any sort of entertainment, uh, business, you know, they always gonna have somebody at the top that's gonna be paid, uh, and that's pretty important to know. They're paid to recommend or endorse certain products to the, the, the general public right so they're given gobs of money uh to promote you know and that's uh, just another way right just same thing boxing used to have you know you pay the promoter and then they go out and promote the biggest fight they can get and try to bring as much money as possible and then that after that fight that uh the money was then divided up
0: right and some of these deals aren't really available to the lay person We can still endorse products and be paid to do it, probably just not on the scale that some of these celebrities or well-known people are. Of course, you can build up your own notoriety and become known and become more famous amongst people, and then other companies might approach you with the idea of partnering with you but generally if there's no benefit in it for them they're not going to partner with you which is why for most lay people your 100 Facebook friends or something like that is the average which is kind of I don't know. I don't know if that's good or bad. Yeah, hopefully, you're just not wasting a ton of time on Facebook, and that's why I only have 100 <laughs> Facebook friends, hopefully. I, I don't know. I think I have four or 500, but that's not a lot. I see friends with 1,700 or the max 5,000 sometimes, too.
1: Well, you know, it's not hard to hit the add button or the add a really friend not. button, right? So, um, But you bring up a good point, David. What uh, And let's maybe start off, say, what do you think an endorsement is? How would you define it?
0: Well, it can take a variety of different forms. Like I think we just talked about transactional endorsement. Transactional endorsement is where you recommend a product, and because of that recommendation, somebody else buys. And that may be tied to some kind of commission or affiliate structure, which we'll explain a little bit more later, or it might not be at all. Maybe you just recommended it because honest to God, I like this product. I love this toothpaste. And I think everybody should know about this toothpaste that I love. And maybe some people will check it out and try it out and like it. And maybe others won't. But that's, that's basically a form of transactional endorsement, which I would say is kind of the vast majority. But we also have personal endorsement, which is similar to kind of what I just said, Although I guess personal development in a way is a personal endorsement because we are endorsing doing certain things or setting goals or meditating or uh, optimizing your sleep, whatever it is, that in a way is a form of endorsement too.
1: Absolutely. You know, and you and you nailed it. I think uh, word of mouth, you know, you're giving the example of the toothpaste and, you know, most of the time, if not every time, you know, word of mouth is the most powerful form of advertising or endorsing. You know, you, you go to a restaurant or you, uh, you know, you drive a certain type of car or you tasted a certain kind of tea, you know, and you're going to tell your friends about it, especially if you liked it. And you're going to tell them about it, especially if you didn't like it. You know, most of the times we're going to tell people the things we didn't like and being positive or negative in what you tell people is still a form of endorsement. And even if it's a negative endorsement, it still ends up being a positive endorsement to the people that are, uh, you know, making the products or, or
0: the books or whatnot. The really interesting part is that endorsement can actually play into sales. People who feel they aren't so good at sales but constantly recommend they go see a movie are really just kind of selling that movie, then not for, for the profit. Like they're not making anything off of that recommendation. And I think a lot of people if they stop to recognize that they would realize that selling is really just endorsing it's it's giving your stamp of approval but within that i feel transparency is important so if you don't talk about some of the, both the positive and negative side to the product really you're not giving people a full picture if all you're giving is a rave reviews then people could end up being skeptical i just had an email from a reader of the music entrepreneur about I mean, one of my most popular posts is about the book, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. So he had contacted me about that and he was telling me, yeah, there's like, you know, Dr. Joseph Murphy from the grave tweeting about how amazing his book is and trying to sell it kind of stuff versus my post, which is just like, here's five, six things I learned from the book which is a completely different approach, but still, it, it, in a way, it's an endorsement. It's like, if you liked what I had to say about it, you might want to delve deeper, but I'm not telling you to de- delve deeper. That's totally up to you because, obviously, investing in a book isn't just money, but it's also time. It takes time to read a book.
1: Absolutely. You know, um, part of endorsements is is um, understanding how the endorsement comes to you as well as how you interact with that endorsement uh you know when like you said you know you had this read this uh, reader on on your website on your uh, website here yeah. and uh you know they they came to you wanting to read your article right so and then tell you what you did wrong you know, in a way, that's kind of what I found, what you're saying.
0: No, no, they didn't tell me what, what I did wrong. They were actually praising me for the fact that I'd taken a more honest route in promoting the book, which I was neither promoting nor, you know, I wasn't telling people to buy it and I was t- telling people not to buy it. I was just talking about what it is that I learned in the book.
1: Okay, my apologies. I maybe just heard that wrong. Um, but you're right. So when when you do give your honest endorsement, then, you know, people are likely to connect with you you know and then this gentleman or lady who who did write to you in this email will probably read other uh, articles that you have written and probably will you know give you their honest feedback too right and and I know because you probably dealt with that email in a very professional manner they're probably going to tell their friends maybe not a lot of them but when that conversation does come up they will endorse you on that website on your website and let them know say you know what David on uh, David Andrew Weeb here you know I gave him a comment and he was pretty professional told me, you know, as it was that he just did kind of a little, what he learned out of it. Right. And I learned a lot from this and you guys should also read this article because maybe you guys can take something from it.
0: Yeah. And that is actually a fairly powerful form of endorsement, right? Like that's exactly what you want as a business owner to be, for people to say positive things about who you are or what you're doing. So, To me, that's a really amazing way to endorse someone. Uh, I think a lot of the time people tend towards the negative, right? Maybe it's just human nature to tend a little bit more towards the negative than the positive. We don't always see both sides of it. And so, you know, when people are satisfied with things, they tend to be fairly quiet most of the time except for the vocal majority and when people are not happy with it you start to hear from the vocal minority (laughs) so so silence is often a sign of of something that you're doing well and where when you start to get feedback is when you know in a way you've reached critical mass and people are actually checking out what you're doing and it was good enough for someone to reach out and tell you that it was good
1: you know even even that feels great when someone reaches out to you and tells you how you're doing, right? It almost uh, gives you that, It's that personal endorsement that they've given you and that's their stamp of approval that they're enjoying your work that you're putting out and it gives you the confidence to go back out and put another article just as good or if not better out there so that same reader or maybe a different reader can then connect back to, right? Uh, So, you know, that's the huge thing in endorsement is really getting people to come to your website, just like you know, our goal here with using your power is to have people come to our website as an uh, as a method of endorsement, right? And you know, tell your friends, we don't mind. Yeah, uh, you definitely. Know, uh, come, come, take a look at us, and and uh, you know, tell people about what we're doing, so um, you you can um, benefit from it, and they can benefit from what we're you know talking about and the different social um, things that we're trying to you know experience it and talk about
0: what you mentioned earlier is like something for me to figure out because if he read a book review what what content would he be interested in well he's probably interested in more about the subconscious mind he's probably interested in more about books he's probably interested in more about book reviews So those are the kind of things that would totally make sense to publish. And, of course, there is a related post at the bottom of the post itself, so people can find additional posts that I've written about books. But in a way, it's an encouragement to do more of that. I want to do more book reviews and talk about more of the books that I read and what I learned from them and just share that with people. And then they can decide probably whether or not it's something they actually want to buy if that's what they're looking for, because people trust online reviews. Another form of endorsement. Online reviews play a huge part, apparently. And I mean, I know they do for me, for sure. Like, uh, if I'm doubting whether or not this is something that I want to buy, I will read about it. Right. And I think that's kind of typical behavior in the age we're now in. You're not sure about a product. okay? well, you can search it up online and begin to read about it and find out what people are saying about it. Then you can make a decision about whether or not it's something you want to take a chance on.
1: You know, you, you made a great point, David. Isn't that what forms do, right? They get people chatting about certain things, certain products. Yeah. You know, you, you can really find a form on just about any topic uh, that's available. But going back to what you said, you know, having that relatable post at the end of your um, article for something that the person might also find interesting is such a great idea, right? Because the best endorsers are you know you, you are your own best endorser right you know um, if you don't start off by endorsing yourself no one else will right so uh, i think that's a huge key point to take away as well uh, and the second is you know we have these forms and people are in there and they're talking and giving their opinions on you know things that they enjoy why they enjoyed it how they use the product but I've seen people endorse stuff and talk negatively about stuff and they've never even used a product or um, gone to a website or any of that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, so when you are making some kind of transactional endorsement and you're making money on it, that's why I say you want to present both sides, the good, the bad, everything in between. What do you use the product for? How has it helped you? What could be better? What could be improved? The company wants to hear that too. They're going like, oh wow, this guy pointed out some major flaws that I think... We can correct in this upcoming upgrade of the the latest product but forums are interesting because i mean there's all forms of conversations right in every niche and it isn't just about products it could be conversations about metal music or spirituality in a way you know the people within the forums are endorsers of maybe that topic or niche or genre of whatever it is they're getting stuck into but yeah forums have a lot of different purposes
1: I think, you know, you said something that made me think of, uh, forms are an endorsement of an opinion, you know, they're not just uh, what's not, maybe what's true or what's false, but it's also people's perception of what is true and false, especially when you start looking at music or religion or, you know, any other other thing that people can have an opinion on, right? Um, So... One of the things uh, I guess we we can talk about is we we made a list here before we got started today. So why don't we maybe go through that list one by one and uh, quickly talk about endorsements in different areas um, that, you know, our listeners will be subjected to on a daily, you know, day-to-day life.
0: Yeah. Well, we can start off with, and we've mentioned some of these throughout the course of our conversation already. But we'll start off with sports endorsements. You often see athletes that are for, that are endorsed, or you could watch a hockey game, and you'll see like a Tim Hortons advertisement on on the sideboards, and stuff like that. So some athletes are obviously making money on those endorsements, or they're wearing the gear to promote the gear, and then they get commissions on you know, impressions or purchases and things like that.
1: Absolutely. You know, you said it right. You know, the athletes are wearing stuff like Adidas and Nike and yep. drinking Gatorade when they're playing these sports. <laughs> you know, who's who's uh, paying them to... Um Who's paying them? And you know to wear these clothes and wear those shoes and endorse that drink. Uh, you know, like you you mentioned in a previous episode uh, with Michael Jordan with a cigar in his mouth. You know that brand of cigar mm. that he was smoking is an endorsement to that brand right because that's something michael jordan enjoys and he's a multi-millionaire and he's he was at the the pinnacle of his success when he was playing basketball so you know someone who is wanting to be like michael jordan and emulate that why would they not smoke the same cigar as michael jordan or wear the jordan shoes that is his own brand you know and endorse that right i think it is about being a part of something
0: that can kind of take a different form as well, which is like sponsorships. And that can be a slightly different agreement where maybe Gatorade is sponsoring your team so they'll provide the drinks, but they're also getting to promote on on some kind of billboard or scoreboard or the gym floor or whatever. So it can also take that form, which is slightly different than, than endorsements, but you could definitely view it as a potential form of endorsement as well.
1: You know, one of the things that uh, endorsements also do within the sports arena is uh, sports teams do great for the community, right? So they do a lot of volunteering, and that could also be an endorsement uh, from the the sports uh, the sports world. You know, um, boys and girls club, st- such things like that, right? Um, they put on basketball camps if you're looking at basketball, hockey camps if you're looking at hockey. Tim Hortons as well. You know, they right. they have uh, you know there's their sports camps as well that have to endorse the sports for the kids, right? So I mean, all this stuff, it is interrelated. And uh, all the way they do the sponsoring, you know, there's tons of different companies all around that are investing lots of money. So their names could also be known, their products can also be known. So when these athletes are um, performing, millions of people are seeing these, you know, endorsements, and sometimes they're subconscious.
0: Yeah. And it's interesting, like grade schools would be one of those as well, right? Where generally speaking, it's either Pepsi school or a Coke school. One of them has endorsed that particular school. And so their machines are displayed prominently, or they might also, like I said earlier, maybe something on the scoreboard or wherever else that it's pretty visible. So yeah, you're right. I think that's how a lot of companies build their awareness early on, especially if it's something that people use at practically any age, right? I mean, I guess kids shouldn't drink too much pop, but adults shouldn't either. So
1: no, absolutely. And with your example, do you feel that although the, the you know it's a Pepsi school or a Coke school, the principals of that school have a, a huge hand in playing what company does come into the school because it is temp- sometimes their preference. You know and having Coke or Pepsi that brings that brand
0: into the school as well. Well, I think it's similar to what you said about, earlier about the pharmaceuticals going from doctor's office to doctor's office to promote their product. Like, okay, which one is offering us the better deal, right? I, I'd imagine that's a consideration for a, a school principal, but hopefully they're also thinking about what's best for education, what's best for the kids, what's best for our sports programs and things like that.
1: Well, absolutely, you know, and especially if those. Um, companies are those cola companies are then reinvesting maybe some dollars into the sports programs you know especially yeah. when you start getting into the higher levels of say college um, football or basketball or hockey uh, and then getting into the professional arena moving all the way through from elementary all the way up right and uh, moving through those juniors junior levels all the way up to professional you know you're being bombarded by different brands that really are um, looking to promote to you from when you're a kid all the way yes. to when you're an adult.
0: Yeah, exactly. It might just come in different forms. When you go to the office now, the vending machines are, you know, you still get vending machines in an office. There's just no scoreboard or whatever for sports <laughs>
1: necessarily. No, that's right. And, but they still have the chips in there. They still yeah. pop in there, and chocolate bars. You know, there, there's, uh, again, all that's an endorsement of lifestyle at the same
0: time, right? Um, all all that just from a small sports yeah, it's amazing, which is, it's actually in a way interrelated with the next one, which is business endorsements. I, I think probably businesses, that's exactly what they're all about is endorsements. We kind of package it up and call it selling really marketing and selling products, but that is an endorsement for what they're doing. And, and nobody is more invested than than the company self into the products that they're selling. Nobody's going to do a better job of selling them than they are at least in theory.
1: (laughs) Well, absolutely, you know, when you're in the business of making a product, branding a product, marketing a product, and selling that product, to your buyer, uh, your whole business is endorse getting endorsements, right? So when you start looking at business, there the business of endorsement goes through all different, um, all different aspects. Like we're going to talk about from sporting uh, all the way to business, all, all the way to books, and all the way to you know cosmetic. You know all these industries have a business attached to it, and all these businesses are in the business. Sorry for saying it so many times, but they are in, in there to make money, right? And uh, grow their financial, you know, uh, books, so their uh, board of directors and their financial um, people, who've stockholders, that's what I'm looking for, uh, you know, can make some money at the end of uh, the transaction, right? And uh, who else but to get celebrities and uh, you talking word of, you know, giving word of mouth um
0: yeah, well, I think part of it too is, or the thing that came to mind for me is also like strategic partnerships. So let's say, for example, and forgive the example, you know, there, there's a seller of porcelain toilets. Is it strategically advantageous for them to partner up with a plumber? Well, absolutely. And now maybe when the plumber sells a new porcelain toilet, he gets rewarded for the commissions that he sells to his customers, and and they could work out a deal that that's in favor of both of them. So they you know vice versa they both get payments whenever one endorses the other service or product so that's another way that businesses can kind of endorse each other
1: Well, absolutely. And there's uh, sales agents in each business and, you know, having endorsements and testimonials from your previous buyers is a huge thing as well, right? Testimonials. You you, you want your buyers to feel that you've done this before and, uh, you know, who other than somebody who's used your product to give you that stamp of approval, right? Coming from uh, the work work world here, I was just selling, uh, you know, internet services and telephone services to small businesses and uh, being able to Say, hey, you know what? We've done this before for in this industry. And I've done this for churches, and I've done this for restaurants, and I've done this, you know, the same type of setup for liquor stores. And and throughout all the different businesses that I did uh, reach out to, you know, being able to say, you know, I've I've done this, I am uh, proven, you know, that's an endorsement first for myself. And then saying, hey, you know, if you want to talk to this guy, I can definitely get an email for you, sent to you, just giving that additional endorsement. You know, not necessarily that everybody ever wanted it, but you have that in your back pocket.
0: Yeah, I mean, that sentiment is definitely prevalent online that who better to sell your products than people who believe in them. So your customers that really love your super customers, I guess, that really love your products. That's something I'm actually working on right now with a music entrepreneur. I've kind of observed some of the things that I wouldn't call them competition. Some of my partners are doing. One of the things I realized was is they were just simply copying what the people positive things people were saying about them on like social media. And I thought, gosh, I mean, you can take a quick screenshot of that, put it up on your website. How easy is that? And so I've started accumulating, you know, I don't have a ton of them right now. I could maybe go back in the archives and find a few, but I've started accumulating those, just taking screenshots of them. And then I have testimonials or recommendations or people saying, this is really great stuff. Uh, every time I read your stuff, I just love it. So that's the kind of thing that, I've been looking into in my business with testimonials and recommendations
1: you know and that's a huge example uh, David I know I'll give you an example of my wife she has her own Instagram page and she does uh, make her own kombucha and stuff so what she's found is ways to first post pictures on Instagram uh, through her Raw Fizz uh, business account and then when people are buying her kits they'll post it on their Instagram page and what she'll do is she'll actually share that picture back on her own page. So kind of reendorsing that, of course, with their permission, because you're going to want that, you know, because you just don't want to start taking, you know, stuff and posting it from anywhere. Yeah. Uh, you do want to make sure you have the right legal steps taken uh, in case anything ever happened. But there's such a huge thing, right? When people start posting their pictures and you're able to to show your followers on in this case Instagram that hey look there's people who enjoy my product and now they can see it now they can start following and see what those other people are doing and you really start creating creating that community that which we were talking about earlier.
0: I think that's really important because you can end up being sort of a lone wolf in the online space, promoting everything yourself. And sure, you're doing the right things day in, day out, being consistent. But when you don't have any partners continually sharing your stuff with others, it can be pretty tough to to get the exposure and, and the notice that you're looking for. So that's, yeah, that's huge.
1: Okay. So moving uh, moving on to the next one, I think we have here is uh, personal endorsements.
0: Yes. Personal endorsements, uh, <laughs> as, as you kind of pointed out there, Mavine, earlier, like it, we're kind of invor- endorsing things whether we want to or not, in a way. One of the things is clothing. So whatever clothing we're wearing, the brand name is on it or, you know, the logo is on it somewhere and people can find that if they're looking for it. Not saying they always do, not saying they always will, but you are kind of endorsing that brand of clothing whenever you wear it out in public.
1: Absolutely. You know, you can endorse from what, I, from what I see is anything from things that cost a lot of money to things that are free. You know, um, you can endorse pe- other people's style through your haircut, uh, your glasses, for example. And I'm just kind of looking at you, so it's kind of easy because I'm just kind of <laughs> looking at everything you're wearing right now. You know, the shirt you decided to wear, your type of jeans or the brand of jeans you wore, you know, even down to the socks you wear. You know, some people wear, you know, these Ralph Lauren socks or these Tommy Hilfiger socks or something even more expensive. But they're they're going after this prestige look that, you know, sometimes it's just uh they
0: can afford it and sometimes they're just trying to keep up with the Joneses. It can happen on autopilot and that's why I think it's important thing to think about. Like you could just be watching one of your favorite T V characters and go, Oh gosh, I'd like to wear something like that or I'd like a clothing like that and next thing you know, like you're kind of endorsing or, or you know, modeling the, the character that you enjoy watching on TV. I think in, in general, you know, personal endorsement takes the form of some kind of recommendation other than like a product or service. That's kind of how we're going to define personal endorsements. So that could just be like, hey, you should sleep more. <laughs> it's a pretty brazen comment, but you know.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, you said something that made me think of uh, strategic product placement. You mm-hmm. know, there, even in that, there's a lot of personal uh, endorsements endorsement, right? You'll see music videos, you'll watch TV commercials that, you know, that people are personally uh, endorsing certain things, right? Certain brand of clothing, you'll see it, like when you watch a movie, they'll do that little close-up right up to that, you know, that Pepsi or that laptop, and and that's that personal, you know, personal uh, endorsement in that that, uh, form of media, right? So um, all the way to things that we don't even realize we're endorsing, right? The type of car we're driving. Yeah. What about this? the cup I'm holding here in my hand that has my tea in it? That's a personal endorsement. You know, I bought it. It's got a brand name on it. So anything with a brand name on it
0: can be an endorsement, you know? Absolutely, it can be. I think that the, the latter that you mentioned is really kind of more true to it than, than the former because, you know, TV, mov- movies are obvious product placements a lot of the time, too. <laughs> absolutely yeah uh you know there was that transformers movie and there was a particular brand of of protein powder in it and everybody was going anybody that knew what it was was going oh look at that they endure they're endorsing our product in this so uh, there's an affiliate model associated with with that particular product which is kind of fun
1: absolutely and you know and how much money do you think these these companies get to uh first, how much money you think they spend, and then how much do you think the companies make by endorsing certain products, right? Because there is a business model, you know, no matter what endorsement uh, that we hit, there's always a business model behind that model, right? And and don't want to always say it comes down to money, but it does also come down to influence and, uh, you know, maybe an agenda that people are pushing on you, right? So uh, even in personal endorsement, I think the best way is people-to-people endorsement, right? I think uh, going back to a little bit about what using your power is about, it is about business and it's about making yourself better, right? So if someone says to you, hey man, you know, I read this book or I've listened to this CD or I've, uh, you know, I started walking and and I've dropped 15 pounds or 20 pounds or 100 pounds, you know, those personal experiences also become personal
0: endorsements. They absolutely do, and but they're also tied in with transactional endorsements. So the the line gets kind of blurred after a while. I think is what we're finding. It's yep. pretty interesting stuff. The next thing. Oh, actually, I was gonna say. Like, I think the music industry is probably the worst for. People think the moment they see a new artist on t- on television that they're making a buttload of money, and and most times that couldn't be further for them for the truth. Like Backstreet Boys, not the greatest example because they they did ha- they were working with some dishonest people who took all their money but <laughs> right. you know they were touring the world for several years and then their bank accounts were in the red and they're going what is going on <laughs> Fortunately, they kind of got themselves out of that deal. But that—that that is uh, sometimes an accurate dis- depiction of what actually happens, you know, just because a musician is now visible and visibility is really important for musicians, for products, for businesses, for anything. Just because you're visible doesn't mean you're instantaneously instantaneously successful. And part of it is the image or brand you project, right? Like people will sometimes look at my stuff and go, oh, well, you must be doing this full time now. You must be making buttloads of money.
1: You know, you'll be there soon. and uh, Exactly. But that's not what we're doing this for, right? It's about giving out the best information so people can benefit from it, right?
0: It all starts with value.
1: Absolutely. Uh, one thing you just hit on was music uh, enter- music and entertainment, and that's a nice transition to where we want to go. Yeah. Uh, I was watching a little bit of TV yesterday, and I did learn a little bit about the music industry, something I didn't know necessarily um, about. So uh, what I understood was this is an example. So with um, in hip-hop, uh, Cash Money, you've heard of them, uh, you know, They were given over $100 million uh, from the music promoters, right, to promote people like Lil Wayne and Drake and Nicki Minaj. But, you know, they're given $100 million and these people haven't put anything out. So then the job of the music companies are to promote these artists so they can get their money back, right? So, of course, they're going to do whatever it takes in order to promote and, uh, you know, keep these artists relevant long enough so they can make their money back and get profits on top of that.
0: Yeah, that's really interesting. I guess sometimes it can happen like that, too, where the you, you get a, a large sum of money to kind of do what you need to do to get your business off the ground. I think if there's a lot of trust and belief and and, and probably a tra- good track record, of what's happened prior to that, then you will be endorsed with, with the financial resources and tools that you need to get like a, a business off the ground like that. But yeah, inter- entertainment and, and music industries are, are certainly full of different types of endorsements. You know, I think we talked a little bit about celebrities using different products out in the public, right? Very visible again, visibility kind of a big deal when you're looking to sell something So that's, that's a pretty major form of endorsement, even in the music and the entertainment industries. And we even already raised the example of like movies and TV shows and product placements.
1: Absolutely. You know, and something that you said too, David, um, one of the things they have is such an influence on how we buy, you know, something you said earlier, um, and especially in music, right? I mean, music is so prevalent, especially in hip-hop music. There's something about the way hip-hop music is used to sell products, right? I've heard stories from, you know, people like Jay-Z, for example, who used to say, you know, talk about the brand Iceberg and then noticed that everybody was wearing that brand back, when, back in the 90s. And then he said, you know, why don't I start my own clothing label? So he started RockAware and he started talking about his own clothing label and endorsing that instead of somebody else's. And, I mean, he became an even more multi-millionaire just because he found the right business sense to, to endorse his own products versus somebody else's products, right? So, although that's just one example of how people are out there, you know, endorsing in the music industry, um, right now, In my personal feeling is I do feel you know these companies such as the liquor store company the liquor companies look at like Chirac, right i do feel they go to people like puff daddy and say hey you know what? we want you to talk about our liquor and here's a case of it and here's just (laughs) here's you know a truck of it drink it endorse it have it in your videos pour it on girls whatever you need to do but but promote our brand right because we spent a lot of money and we want to you know a percentage of the market right so in music industry, special in music uh i find that a lot more people are you know like you said it looks like a lot of people are making a lot of money but it's that perception of you know we have these endorsement deals we have you know with this gold chain but even that is an endorsement and you know you've you've seen tv shows where and movie and movie uh movie award shows and music award shows where, you know, at the end of the show or when they're doing the red carpet, it's the, you know, who are you wearing, right? It's not necessarily yeah. something they bought. It was actually just giving to, given to them so they can promote it, right? And it's funny, one thing I heard was uh, the richer you become, the less you actually have to buy, especially in those industries,
0: yeah. because people want you to endorse and promote. I was actually going to hit on that point, which it's almost like a spiritual principle in the sense that those who have much are given more so an example that I've heard about and I don't remember, it might have been on Ellen or something like that, but basically people go to these charities or the celebrities go to these charities and they'll give a million dollars or whatever and so from the outside it looks like it's pretty generous, but the gift bag that they're handed when they go into these charities is worth several hundred, several thousand maybe even tens of thousands of dollars or maybe even equivalent to the amount that they donate So, yeah, to those who have much more is often given. You have to be endorsable, though. And that's another testament to what endorsement can mean.
1: Absolutely. You know, you're right, David. And to become endorsable, you have to be relatable. Yeah. Right. And especially in music, you know, if your music's hot, people will put money into you. Just like when Britney Spears came out, you know, back in the early, I don't know, 2000s or so, late 90s, I late think. 90s, early 2000s, you know, people found her bankable, you know, and yeah. that's what part of endorsements are, you know, getting the you know, the teens for, in that example, to like her music and buy the things that she likes, right? So they'll, again, back down to product placement, they'll place that product in her hand and say, okay, you need to be walking with this can of, uh, I think what she is, Pepsi, I think. Yeah, she did promote Pepsi. So she'd have to walk with this can of Pepsi, you know, um, another one, for example, with Drake, you know, he got, he had uh, Sprite for a little while. I don't know if he's still uh, endorsed by them or endorsing them or not, but again, you have to, you know, you're going to be doing Sprite commercials. I remember being in Vegas and I saw a big Sprite commercial billboard with Drake on it, right? So it really shows you what, you know, they're doing, these companies, to promote not just the music, but but also their own products within the music.
0: Love it. Really great examples. We're going to move on into affiliate marketing now. One of my favorite subjects I actually became a really big fan of it about five years ago. Still a pretty big fan of it because it's an income source for me. It's a growing income source for me. <laughs> uh so affiliate marketing is where you endorse a product it's pretty simple and then you get paid out commissions whenever you make a sale and that can sometimes be recurring for example you could promote web hosting so if you become an affiliate for a web hosting company someone goes through the link that you put on your website and they purchase through that and they keep paying month after month after month you continue to get commissions month after month on the sale of that obviously companies have that built into their margin or else they would go broke. It's not like when people purchase through affiliate links that they're going to pay more for the product. That's not how it works. It's just that they pay out a part of that to the commissions to the people that are promoting and helping sell that particular product.
1: You you know, affiliate marketing makes me think of residual income. Yes. You know, and I think it's very similar. It's about having, you know, as many products uh, available for the people who like our website available on our website to say you know what i like this um host for my service i like you know this uh, type of microphone when i'm recording right it's a way to promote yep. the the, the uh, products you're buying we're using road microphones there you go <laughs> and maybe we can get uh, some sort of affiliate with them yeah um but we also have you know the ability to um tell people what else, we, you know, we uh, can do for them through our resources, right? So with the residual income part of it, you know, when you talk about a certain book, right, You, yep. if you can get other people to buy that book because you found it made an impact to your life and you find that it can impact their life, if they were to buy it, you know, did you not do the work of the book companies uh, f- and say, hey, you know, you should get paid now, right? Yeah. You just do like, like work. Yeah. You know, just like what the sports entertainers are doing, uh, for the, the companies there, just like what the music people are doing out there. They're promoting a brand just like an affiliate marketer does just like a residual, in, the way to make residual income. Right. So, uh, I'm not very familiar with affiliate marketing myself. I know you're, you've had, uh, multiple websites and you've been doing that for a long time and then found ways to, to connect with different, uh, um, affiliates I guess you know and different links from your website to their website so there, there can be a little bit of an income made when you are promoting a product that you believe in right I know I know you David yeah. you don't just promote any product out there it is products that you believe in that you've used yourself uh, in in that endorsement
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think you have to be somewhat careful in choosing what you do for that very reason. But also because if you become an affiliate for too many things, it becomes harder to track and you have like 10, 20, 30 different dashboards to log into. I still recommend having more than one. But I I will give an example, which is the Amazon Associates program. Well, that's a very good sort of catch all affiliate program. You can promote anything that's on Amazon and earn a small commission on it. It's not huge, but the potential is still there. And some people do earn pretty good money from the Amazon Associates program. So maybe it's a topic we'll explore more in the future. Uh, Most likely it is. But we'll move on to the next point, which is endorsing books.
1: uh, for sure, you know, and there's uh, many books out there. <laughs> Go to any library or bookstore, uh, online or in, in the malls, yeah. and there's lots of books out there, and the best thing I've ever seen, and the, one of the best ways I've ever seen books being marketed and, and endorsed are by other authors, you know, um, y- you know, when you put your book out, not, not that I'm an author, but when you put your first book out, uh, you asked me to to read it, so I did, and I went through it and, and kind of edited it, and uh, I gave you my um, what's the word testimonial exactly on what I thought the book was about and the benefits that other readers could attain from reading that book, and that was on the jacket or the inside of the cover, you know, and that testimonial is an endorsement from myself to your brand, right? Because I believed in it. If I didn't believe in it, then I would have necessarily not given you that testimonial, or maybe I would have gave you a different testimonial.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of the example that that you gave before we hit the record button too, which was that basically these quotes on the back of the book that tell you how great the book is, is an endorsement for that book. And sometimes that's misplaced. (laughs) I've read books that were like recommended by Seth Godin and Tony Robbins. And then I read the book and went, this is not relevant like maybe it's just too old to be relevant or good (laughs) but it's not very good (laughs) Um, one example i showed you yesterday there maveen was neil patel's new book hustle yes and he has two other authors contributing to it and and you know i think one of the reasons is because because of this thing of endorsement like they believe in what he's doing and so they're helping out promote his book
1: Yes, absolutely. You know, the book, I think it's called Hustle. And, uh, you know, lending credibility to that book, you know, is is huge, right? The the authors are lending their name to the credibility of Neil Patel and what he's been able to do in the industry and, you know, how many people he's been able to help uh, through his teachings and and his training systems, right? So now that he's got this book out, you know, will that hit the um, number one list? I'm not sure. I hope so. You know, I'm sure he's done a lot in the industry where he can be that number one author out there, and and put out several other books. Um, but you know, the the potentially the the people who publish these books also have a vested interest in how well these books do as well, right? There is, a, I mean, I don't even know how many different publishing houses there must be, but. Every time they put out a book, they want to get their money back, right? So if yeah. they do potentially partner you up strategically with some authors, you know that can be a great idea, right? I know uh, we've read books by Robert Kiyosaki, by Donald Trump, and we know they're both pretty busy guys. So, you yes. know, are they sitting down and writing all this stuff down themselves? Probably not. But they probably have a ghostwriter or somebody that's working alongside them yeah. to to write that and help promote that book once they've written that out
0: yeah exactly and as an author or self-published author myself i will say we need as much help as we can get (laughs) even though neil patel had this whole thing about you know that's and that's how i ended up buying the book too was you know please i want to get this out to as many people as i possibly can and i'm gonna need your support to do that i can't do that on my own and that's always true of of us authors you know a book doesn't just take off on its own and it's not necessarily a huge money maker either it it is a form of passive income which is one of the reasons i like it though we can talk a little bit about product endorsements obviously cosmetic lines and that kind of thing you raised as an example movie
1: no, you know, um, there's so, everything we buy is a product, you know, Yeah. it it uh, really is, you know, no, uh, we're born naked, right? And everything after that is something we have to buy or we're given, uh, you know, and, and it's funny what we were, me and my wife were talking the other day and I noticed that I'm all, I've always been holding some sort of product in my hand all my life. You know, from mm-hmm. when I was a kid, I used to hold a Walkman and then I grew up and I used to hold a Disman. And then I used to hold an iPad or an iPod. And now I hold a phone, which is really just a personal computer in my hand. So, you yeah. know, they've always had this one product in my hand, no matter where I go. You know, I'm pretty excited to see what the next product they want me to hold on to is, <laughs> you know. um but it's always been a way for them to advertise their brand. And, you know, and, and every year it's always been a different type of um, producer as well of that product, right? And uh, along with products, there are lots. It's a huge industry where lots and lots of people are making lots and lots of money, right? All the way from the health industry products to beauty, to, um, to, to which is, includes the cosmetics like you mentioned earlier.
0: Yeah. And what's, what's interesting too, is you can walk into like any grocery store and you could pick up a banana or a plum and it's branded. There's a sticker on it. <laughs> you know, even, even our food is now branded. It's kind of crazy when you really think about it, right? Do you eat uh, ketchup or do you catsup? Ketchup. Yeah. Okay. So you, you are for a brand as well, right? Yeah, I am. And certain brands, uh, I like better than others. Although I have to say, you go to some restaurants, they have the house ketchup. That's almost inevitably better than what's available commercially. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe less sugar. Less sugar and, you know, a little bit more spice to it, perhaps. I think we can kind of wrap up the, the next few ideas that we hammered out beforehand you know, commercials, advertisement, and publications like magazines and newspapers, these are all endorsing something. You know, a magazine doesn't typically survive unless, you know, you're a wealthy investor or whatever without having advertising in it. You need advertisers to offset the cost of printing that magazine, and then the money might come from having a business on the back end of that magazine. It's really just like a promotional tool more than anything else.
1: Yeah and you know as a magazine um why would you want to pay for the full cost of having your magazine out there, right? Why wouldn't you want other companies to share in the cost of putting out your magazine? So sell them rental space, right? It's the same thing as a billboard. It's a rental space for people to get their name out, right? So, you know, if you're looking at a pharmaceutical magazine like the American Journal of Pharmaceuticals mm. or whatnot, I'm not even sure if that's a real journal, but I'm pretty sure it's close. Uh, I think it's medical journal, but it's uh, a way for people to Put their product in there so for the people who actually read these magazines they can really find out about these products right so i mean that lines up all across the different industries right if you read a music magazine you're going to find mostly music advertisement you read a health magazine you're going to find health advertising right so all the different companies want to
0: sell you something through endorsing on uh, on on these magazines Also an important point about your target audience. So yeah, you can obviously sell guitars, guitar amps, guitar pedals, guitar accessories to guitarists. That seems like a fairly obvious market. If they have one guitar, well, you can always get a second guitar. If they have great amps already, you can always add another amp or maybe like a computer plug-in to the whole mix. But, you know, some things don't always work that way. For example, what's up with diaper commercials? They're trying to sell the babies. Does that work? Like I don't babies think are trying to sell babies. Babies are cute, but I mean, but there's they are because what's depicted in commercials more often than not is babies. Of course. Which I guess they'd have to be in there somewhere but they're not selling to babies. They're selling to parents so that's a good point i don't maybe they don't need to because it's just a necessity and everybody needs diapers and there's some fairly recognizable brands out there
1: (laughs) well well, before you know i I know we're getting close to wrapping up but before we do finish up one of the things that you just got to me think of was i don't know it's odd uh transition from diapers to food (laughs) but uh but you do Put whatever you eat in your diaper, right? So, um, but even food companies are continually endorsing their own brands, right? So, companies like McDonald's are out there, you know, with slogans to help endorse them, you know. We already know that Mcdonald's is open twenty four seven that you can go there and have a a good burger if if you consider it good uh you know whenever you want to it's right tasty but they're out there still putting out daily new forms of advertising you know on the t v on your computer on in magazines you know on billboards they're on the radio they're finding ways to keep themselves relevant uh out there in the market
0: yeah, definitely. Well, those are all some great points. I hope you've had the opportunity to see how endorsements is a form of power. Endorsing something is a way of using your resources as a person. Any closing thoughts on
1: No, you know, I think we've done a great job on covering all the different uh, areas that we've seen endorsements. I'm sure there's uh, conversations we can go in depth on with each yeah. one of those points that we made, uh, you know. But, you know, just realize, you know, what you're doing every day. Because every day, every word you say is an endorsement technically technically as well. You know, either you're endorsing something good or maybe you're endorsing something that's not so good, right? So, you know, be just conscious of what you're saying and what products you're using because some of the times the things that we use every day could be ruining the environment or we can f- use products that are better for the environment as well.
0: Great. Well, we hope you'll check us out online at usingyourpower.com. And until next time, I'm David Andrew Weep. And I'm Avine Cora. Thanks again.